Hey, Street Fighters. Welcome to the show. It's Wednesday night. We're it's a little later than usual, but we're here to do the show. It's time for time to do the damn show. We do it every single Wednesday night live on Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube. So come hang with the gang, share your comments. We're really trying to get people to go over to twitch.tv slash streetfightradio. Get over there, watch us. Uh, we're, all, we're about to hit that uh, affiliate status. It's going to be wonderful news for uh, Street Fight Media LLC once we do so. Please give us uh, a hand if you can. My name is Brett Payne. My co-host is Brian Quinby. We're the number one anarcho-comedy radio show on any station across the nation. And uh, we've been doing it for a very long time now. But we want to keep spreading this mess across the U.S. the best way that we can with our bad attitudes and dissent and disruption. And we've made a wonderful community of people and hope you join and uh, work towards getting together outside of the governance of any uh overlords and creating a better flatter earth so join us please and if you want to support us head to store.streetfightradio.com where you can get sew on patches pins stickers t-shirts and more that's store.streetfightradio.com uh how are things going brian i'm at home sorry listeners we couldn't be in the same room tonight and i'm going to tell you why right now it snowed right before we were going to record. Now, if it had snowed two hours ago, two hours before we were going to record, I would have gone. You know what I mean? Right. But that little period where they haven't had time to plow the roads is pure fucking hell. Yeah. And I did not want to be out there in it. You know, I, uh, the, uh, yeah, that, that little, yeah. like that, that, like, two there's like there's like a period of like four hours where they haven't even gotten to the freeways yet because my understanding is that there has to be a certain amount of snow before the plows will go out so a certain amount of inches of snow before they even go out so it kind of builds up quite a bit of snow and then you know then they go out and plow it so it's tough to drive in it and there's always traffic and fucking accidents and i just couldn't handle it i just didn't want to handle it so i uh, uh we recorded remotely yeah um that was a young person mistake i made pretty much immediately uh when i was 19 it started snowing it was like fuck it let's just go and then i i slid right into the back of somebody <laughs> Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I don't any, anymore. I don't want to be out there. And, and also my road never gets plowed. They don't plow or salt my road. No. So no, it doesn't. <laughs> it really looks like it really looks like you're snowed in all the time. What, how can, is there a like scarier moment driving than when you're on an incline going Oof. down? Oof. And it's snowing and there are cars in front of you. Yep. And you're just hitting the brakes and the car just keeps sliding. Is there a more shit feeling than that? Like, you know, slow crawl towards maybe a wreck. It's the worst. It's when the slow motion and like that one. uh, I did that one uh, actually a couple of years ago where I tore the trunk off of the car. Uh, I sl- I slowly slid down a hill, and there was this gigantic. There was this um, 
like landscaping landscaping vehicle driving by had ladders and shit hanging off the back of it and i just very tenderly the back end of my car touched it and ripped the whole trunk door off and it was like an 800 dollars repair yeah yeah and it's like uh, uh i always remember this time uh my daughter spent the holidays with you or you know right before the holidays with you out in uh virginia Oh yeah. When when you when you lived in DC and and I had to I we met halfway. You picked her up in West Virginia where I drove to West Virginia, you picked her up there and then you drove the rest of the way home and uh it's basically a snowstorm just hit as soon as we met. So we both drove home in like horrible conditions. Now you drove home with a kid in your car. I drove home without a kid in my car. So that was, I had a little bit of a, a advantage, but what happened was this was very early in the time where you used ways to get around. This was like when motherfuckers were texting you and being like, have you heard of ways? It tells you where the cops are. And you're like, Oh fuck. Yeah, dude. Uh, uh, I would love to know where the cops are. <laughs> Right. So you get it and then you don't realize that it routes you around traffic and can sometimes put you in some really fucked up places. Like it'll take you off the freeway. Right. And I had no idea that it did that. And it took me off the freeway and I was out in Pennsylvania in the backwoods in an ice storm just sliding down hills and almost hitting other cars who were taken off the freeway too that didn't know that they were, you know, driving to their death. And it was like the scariest drive I've ever done. Yeah, I was absolutely, I was, I was like white knuckling the whole time because Gwen was in my car. I didn't, I had no idea like how safe it was to drive. I feel like I was pushing the limit, but there was nothing that we could do. You know, we were so close. It was like, it was like an hour of driving, but it was just, it felt like a whole lifetime. That's the thing is like, it didn't start snowing until we met. Yeah. Like we met and it started snowing. So the whole drive to meeting was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. It's not snowing. I don't know why they said it was going to snow. And plus, you know, I didn't check the weather for my drive. You know? Yeah. So like, I didn't, uh, I, I, I didn't know that I was going to be driving home in it. And it was just, and, and like, I've just decided that like, I will drive in almost any conditions except for the first four hours of a snowstorm. <laughs> that is it. I'm just not going to do it. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I did walk today though, and it made me feel really good. That's great. I'm sore as fuck right now okay. from the walk. You know, there's something about walking in the snow that makes you more sore than you would be if it wasn't snowing. You know? Yeah, there's a more resistance. Uh, it's like running in the sand. You know, you, they're wearing all these fucking clothes too. Like you just, it's it's crazy. You know, I think about when I take a walk during the summer. Like I, compared to what I wear during the winter, I'm naked when I take my walks in the summer. <laughs> like I just can't even picture a world anymore where I can wear shorts and a t-shirt. Yeah, the base layer thing for me is just getting ridiculous. I feel like I wear so many clothes. I have I have a complete undersuit on at all times now. Me too. Me too. I wear five shirts. Five. 
on certain days. Yes, I put a base layer on and then I'll layer like three or four shirts under my hoodie that I wear and then my coat. And uh, believe me, you know, I don't ever get cold, really. Well, that's like good. I've made this I've made this decision now that like the more adverse my walk is, the better I'm going to feel when I get done with it. That's true. I agree. So I'm just kind of just doing it now. Yeah, you feel like a badass. You feel like you persevered. Fucking eight degrees on Sunday and I'm doing it. I'm going to fucking do it. It's going to be eight degrees and I'm going to do it. Okay. Uh, feels like minus two, it says. And I'm just like, I'm just going to do it. You got to fucking do it. You know, I have to get out there and you got to do it. I have ski goggles you can borrow if you want. I'd probably be okay. I've walked that cold before. The only, the, the worst part about it is the freezing your beard. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Your, your beard gets all those ice put pebbles on it. it it's, it's kind of crazy. And I wear my hat and. Uh, uh, I'll put my mask on probably when I'm out in this, you know? Yeah. You got to cover so, up that uh, skin. Yeah. 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 It is. It does. In eight degrees, it starts to get dangerous. Start to become Antarctic Mike out there. Just fucking around. You know? Yeah. <laughs> For everybody that didn't see the get motivated stream, you're going to learn about Antarctic Mike on uh, Monday. When you hear the stream, we're going to release the stream for the uh, podcast listeners. Yeah. He, he ran a marathon in Antarctica, which is, hey, you know, and then, I thought he was lying. And then charge people $15,000 to hear the story. Fuck yeah, dude. You got to hear that story, you know? So, uh, uh, you know, something that has been really hitting hard for me is is not... Okay, so something I'm calling Zoom goofs, okay. you know, not the cat guy. That didn't hit me hard at all, you know. What cat like guy? just the guy, the cat. Oh, this lawyer, like a cat filter. It, it, there was a cat filter that turned him into a cat. Okay, on Zoom, and he was like a lawyer, and like it's all viral because he called the judge and said he's not really a cat, you know. It's like, that's cute or whatever. You know, my wife actually told me she hadn't heard that story. I haven't either. Much like you hadn't. Uh, my wife hadn't heard that story. And she had a meeting today where they started the meeting with five minutes. The, the boss started the meeting with five minutes of material on the cat lawyer. Ooh. And she didn't know what they were talking about. And that it was, she was like, it was so uncomfortable to me. And I was like, yeah, that is a bad idea. That's a terrible captive, idea. Yeah. Captive audience shit. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like when a boss launches into their routine and you're just like, oh man, you know, you know what I want to say to him sometimes, you know, not everybody likes stand up comedy. <laughs> That's true. That's true. It's a matter of taste. Some people don't like to laugh. It's a preference. You know, like I feel fairly confident that if you're listening to this show, you like to laugh. Or if you come out to see us live, you like to laugh I, in mixed company. There are a lot of people. Hey, I I'm a miserable guy where it's like if I'm I can get in a mood where I don't want to laugh. You can't just assume that everybody wants to laugh and you can't just assume that everybody's seen the viral video of the day. Yeah. Well, I mean, also, it's kind of infuriating that you imagine them like in the shower that morning, just thinking about it, like, oh, my gosh, rolling it around in their heads, thinking about all the zingers they're going to get in. 
Yeah, yeah. About the guy that thought, y'all, isn't this cute? You know, probably doing screen share. I noticed some stuff about my, but so like I've been, you know, well, well trod ground about depression. But one of the things that my depression has done to me now is that I'm in less of a hurry to get out on a walk. Okay. Okay. I'm in less of a hurry to get myself moving, to get my routine going. So like in the mornings now, I will get up, turn the heat up, go sit on the couch next to my wife while she works. And I got to tell you, dude, every time I like just, I don't look at the screen very often because it doesn't make sense to me. You know, it's like a bunch of windows open and they all just sort of have numbers. Yeah. So anyway, what I was explaining was that my wife, uh, um, I've been looking at her work lately okay. just to try to understand like what it is. And I just kind of peek over to see what life is like, at, like at work. And it is a lot of people just go- joking around, you know, they, they like have these chat programs where they can put gifts in. And it's all day with the gifts. Every time I look over there, there's a new gift. And I had no idea that that's the kind of stuff that was going on. Yeah, I get a lot of joy out of picking gifts. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people do. A lot of people like the gifts. I don't really do it. I'm a text-based guy. You know, I think in text ways. I, so, th- I think they're a good answer when you don't have anything to say. My like my wife is um, she's more thoughtful. She has to really think about stuff. And I'm like, just send a GIF. Just uh, just don't worry about that text message. Just send like an Aladdin GIF or, or a Simba. She spends a lot of time thinking about what she's going to reply on a text. She she just freezes. She gets a text message. And she reads it. And she's like, I don't know what to say immediately. And then she freezes <laughs> and then doesn't answer it for eight days. And then the person thinks that they that she hates them. Yeah, that's like a, a crazy way to handle text. Oh, yeah. They're very you can you can just do like man, I can't imagine getting that hung up on how I'm gonna reply to a text. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> I can't live that life. Uh so you know, in New Hampshire, I, I saw the story. A New Hampshire state senator, unaware he was unmuted during a remote hearing Wednesday called a female colleague a vulgar name, then apologized. Now, I don't know what the vulgar name is, Brett. Wait, I who hate did, to be that guy. Who is this? A state senator. They were doing their Senate stuff on Zoom. Oh. And uh, so, a re- so Senator Sharon Carson, a Republican from La- Londonbury, was leading the meeting of the Executive Departments and Administration Committee when she be- briefly paused the committee's work. I'm sorry, my daughter is currently hospitalized and her doctor is on the phone. I'm going to put the committee in recess for 10 minutes, she said, according to video posted by WMUR-TV. Nobody else can do anything, right? Nobody else can do anything, right? Senator John Regan, our dear Deerfield said, followed by the vulgarity. Don't know what the vulgarity is, but he said a vulgarity about a woman and he got caught. And it's just so interesting to me, all these people getting caught. Like, it it really is, like, we're seeing mask offs at, like, such a higher rate during COVID. Uh, yeah, I, I, it is astonishing because 
you you would think you'd be on guard, but people are just so comfortable. They really just get wooed into this weird place when you're sitting on your couch doing your Senate work and you just want to call the people that you work with a slur. You know, you just you just say it because you're like it's like yelling at the TV. It really is. That's what you're that's the thing, because do you remember the Rudy Giuliani thing where he was just being racist to to Asian people because he didn't think anybody was like recording at the end of a zoom call. Yeah. And it was like crazy that, I mean, you know, we talked about this on Sunday, but you know, Rudy Giuliani sunk anyway. He's it's an like, embarrassment. At first, yeah. At first you would say Rudy Giuliani, you know, nothing can take him down, but, uh, I, I, and, and that is like a, a, a one way to look at it, but the other way to look at it is that he's been taken down. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> like he's, he's just, Ameri- yeah, I mean it's it's over. It's been I mean I mean we've people have hated him for a long time, but he's just in the public eye has so many awful awful slip-ups. But yeah, also yeah, yeah. Yeah, whatever. Well, so the guy apologized. I wanted to get I think the part I thought about that was really uh uh that the part I think that cracks me up about these Zoom things is then the guys have to apologize, you know? Right. But it's like, how do you apologize for that? Like how, I mean, if you say something like that about somebody, never, like they, obviously yeah. you never thought anybody was ever going to hear, and then you have to apologize for it. That's fucking, that's wild to me. Yeah. That's like, that, that is like a humiliating move there. Yeah, that's why you can't really you can't get in you can't get in get real crazy when you get in a fight with like in your relationship. Like you can't say something that you can't go back from. Something that you're going to like remember forever, you know. And and you uh-huh. know, people, you know people don't like you. I know people at work do have probably had a name for me that was unkind. Uh but there was never there was never that opportunity for them to just blurt it out, you know. I know. I know. It it is like uh uh for all you call center people out there. I don't know if you're like if you were like this, Brett, but uh cursing out the the customer while you're on mute. You know, you put them on mute while they're talking. Yes. Fuck you, you fucking st- you know what I mean? You yep. get like all nasty with them. <laughs> yeah, you talk shit like how you what you would love to say to their face and you just ride the mute button and then, you know, Hope other people hear you and laugh along. Yeah, yeah. You you'll like hit the mute button and be like, fuck you, lady, you know, and then hit it back. I'd love to help you out, you know. Let's 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 try to figure out a way to help you out and then hit the button again and say something nasty about her. And it's like sometimes you do miss the button. You miss the button. Like, have you ever missed the button? I don't remember missing the button. I missed the button a few times. I, I gotta excuse me. <laughs> and then it was like uh you know i should have cut bait and just hung up i don't remember right. I, I i think i said i was talking to somebody else oh no it's like oh somebody in the room was was talking i was you cussing know, somebody, somebody else, else at work out I was, I was sorry you heard me cussing one of my coworkers <laughs> out. <laughs> we take our jobs very serious ma'am yeah 
And that's that is like the the I apologize. I remember apologizing. I think mine was just bitch. You know what I mean? Where it was like uh uh you know all over TV at the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And what I what immediately happened was like I want to speak to your manager and I was like uh and then I hung up. That's what I remember happening. Okay. I I let something slip on the mute button. And then they said, I'm going to need to speak to your manager. And then I panicked and pressed the line button and hung up on them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they can't get me then, you know, what are you going to do? Call in and say, I talked to a guy and then like do an impression of my voice. <laughs> he sounded like this. They'd have to do like an audio lineup. They have like three <laughs> or four different, different people uh, reread the same line. Yeah, Say but that. I saw it happen a few times where people fucking missed the mute button. They they actually had to make a rule at the call center I worked at that uh, you don't do mute button trash talking because it was just... And I was like, that's not fair. It's because a dangerous that's not game. Like, yeah, but it's how you blow off steam. Yeah, it makes it fun. Know? Yeah, it's nice. So what he did, as the meeting adjourned later, Re- Reagan, the guy, said, apologies for my recorded outburst previously. Uh, um, and he said it was an, it, he said it was an open mic zoom goof. Oh yeah. I saw, is that hashtag zoom goof on TikTok? <laughs> he was goofing around, man. You know, I thought just having a goof. It'd be so funny to say something completely heinous to you. I was recording <laughs> the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, it was obviously one of two, one of the two main gendered slurs and it it really makes me wonder if it was the 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 hardcore one you know what i mean like yeah. the, the 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 top hardcore one the one in britain <laughs> that they use. yes <laughs> yeah like, um, that's probably what it was you well, know we'll never know i mean it could could have we'll never know uh it's true but um, I don't know what, I mean, you gotta, what do you, what can, what do you do? I don't know. I just see this as like a new work thing, you know, yeah. like it's like the latest in like people who work in offices that are working from home. Like I have to imagine this happens a lot. You know, I would love to see if I could get emails from people or, or like, you know, tweet at us different stories about zoom goofs. Let's hear some zoom you know? goofs. Yeah. Some inappropriate zoom goofs because there's gotta be, I mean, there just has to be so much of it, whether it's somebody naked showing up in the background, you know, Jeffrey Tubin jacked off. Uh, you get like, uh, uh, I know I've heard stories. Uh, I mean, like that's why my wife yells at me for being loud. Oh. When she's in a meet, you know, because who knows what I'm fucking saying? Right. I, I mean, nothing like super in a nothing like problematic, but I'm probably saying fuck and you know being loud and and just obnoxious and grumpy, you know, when I'm up in the morning. So, uh, so I saw this story earlier today that that really hit me hard, Brett. Okay, uh, it's very hard. I gotta tell you. Three people who survived on coconuts for 33 days before they were rescued from an uninhabited island in the Bahamas um, are now in U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement custody, officials said. 
What? A helicopter crew? Yes, I know. It's depressing, right? Their ice has them. That's horrible. I know. A helicopter crew spotted the stranded trio waving a large makeshift flag Monday during a routine air patrol around Anguilla Cay, a chain of islands between the Florida Keys and Cuba, according to U.S. Coast Guard. The two men and one women, woman who are from Cuba were taken to the Lower Keys Medical Center in Key West, Florida, before they were arrested Wednesday by Border Patrol officers and transferred to an ICE facility in Pompano Beach, Florida, the Coast Guard said. So like they weren't, I don't, it seems like they weren't, they were in the Bahamas. Yeah. You know what I mean? They weren't even in America. They didn't ask to be in America, did they? I mean, technically they didn't. Yeah. I don't, I think, yeah, I think they were asking for help. Yeah. They wanted help and Americans saved them. And now they're stuck in a fucking ice facility, dude. They lived on coconuts for 33 days, Brett. They were living the lost life for 33 days. And now they're in a cage, a, a chain link fence cage inside of a warehouse. Yeah. They're, they're stuck in a, in a, a, a detention center with ice, those inhumane conditions. Mm, I think yeah. this is like, this should be a story. First of all, that makes it into every home. And this should be a story that like really, I mean, all the ice stories are terrible, but this one is like, dude, 20 years ago, if this happened, this would be a cute, not a cute, but it would be a feel good story about people who survived on an island, you know? Yeah. I would expect, I, I, I would expect it to be something to, to brag about helping these people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you would you would see them on the news and they would be like on the news and, and they might not speak English, you know, it might not be their first language. And and they would be like the, the anchor would be talking really loudly to them because they think that helps. But they would be like, so what what did you guys eat? And they would be like coconuts. We just, we ate coconuts for 33 days. Can you imagine? Eating, I'm never going to eat a coconut again. You know, that's probably what they would say. Sorry. Just incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we got it. We really got to, I don't, I, I, we have to turn up the heat on this. There's no, there's no way that we can let these, this shit continue. I, this is bad. This is, and Joe Biden's the goddamn president, you know? Yeah. And, and like, Listen to this. The group told the rescue crew they swam to the deserted island after their boat capsized in rough waters, the South Florida Sun Sentinel reported. U.S. Coast Guard Petty Officer Second Class Brandon Murray told the newspaper that their survival was nothing short of a miracle. I cannot recall the time that we saved people who were stranded for over a month on an island, he said. This is a new one for me. The, the 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 fucking guy that saved him is like this is a goddamn miracle and ice was like we got to get these guys in a cage yeah man they don't this have this is dangerous they don't have any papers <laughs> yeah. like this is fucking to me this is like inhuman this is the most inhuman i this is an inhuman ice story 
This is like if, if Gilligan's, if they got arrested for Gilligan's Island or if Lost was like, instead of trying to like, like now if somebody gets stranded on an Island, they're not even going to want to be saved. Like why you're just going to put me in fucking jail. I'm better off on the fucking Island, you know, than eating moldy bread and getting COVID in a fucking prison. Yeah. I'd rather just stick around with Jacob. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll talk to my fucking uh, uh, ball, you know, my, yeah, Wilson, my volleyball, Wilson, you know, I'll figure some. There were three of them, too. It's so bad, you know. Oh, uh, yeah, we have to, uh, you know, em- Emma DeRudy had the, the a good idea, um, yeah, what to do, but I, I mean, I don't know how we're gonna get this to happen. I'm, I'm wondering, like how to convince the people that think it's okay right now, you know, in the most, in the nicest way possible without screaming or top talking down to them. How can we convince them to stand up for this shit right now too? You know? I mean, do you think that even conservatives would be like, we need to throw these people in jail? You know, conservatives uh, are terrible, yeah. but I, they're, they're fucking terrible, but these people didn't even fucking break a law. They just got rescued by Americans. That's it. They weren't even in America, you know? <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I can't understand the logic of it at all. I didn't know you could just <laughs> kidnap people that you find like that. I mean, that's what bureaucracy is. That is how bureaucracy works for real. Like, if you really think about it, it's like none of the, I'll bet you the Coast Guard guys did not think if we save these people, we got to make sure to get them arrested too. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think they thought that they might have contacted ICE, but like, it feels to me like maybe ICE read a feel good uh, stranded on an island story. And we're like, we got to arrest these motherfuckers. They could be they they could be uh they could be a, a terrorist cell, right? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, a terrorist cell. Like that I mean, it's just 33 days on a fucking island. That is crazy, man. I just like I read the story at first just because I found it so interesting that like somebody was stranded on an island for 33 days and then the government had to go and fucking ruin the ending of the story, you know? Yeah, it's awful. I mean, it's it's way over the line of acceptability. Yeah, yeah. we got to abolish. This is this is an abolish ice moment. If I'd ever if I've ever heard of an abolish ice moment, I guess. Shoop JPG wrote it was not immediately clear if they were migrants trying to make it to the U.S. or another country or if they were fishermen lost at sea. Yeah, yeah, I mean. Again, like th- that's exactly right. Like there isn't, they didn't do anything and now they're in jail for, for they're going to get COVID probably in that jail. You know, I mean that, that th- like disease and pandemic is ripping through those fucking ice detention centers. Yeah. They, the guys didn't do a single fucking thing wrong. And now they're in a detention center and that is just fucking that I mean, what a truly evil government we have, you know, yeah. I don't care if Joe Biden's the fucking president. 
You know, this shit is still happening. I mean, imagine what's happening to just regular everyday people. Oh, yeah. If this if this is what how they treat somebody in like a miracle moment, you know? Yeah, it does not bode well. Um, If you're undocumented, you got to be terrified that something sweet is going to happen to you and they'll write a story about it, you know? Like like if somebody gave you a $5,000 tip or something like that, it's like, no, just keep... I don't want anybody to find out about this. Don't call the fucking news, you know? Yeah, please leave me alone. Yeah, I don't want to be on the news. I don't want anything to happen where I could be on the news. Uh, uh, I don't want to get arrested. Yeah, this is—it's uh, just un- unthinkable. Uh, it's just a, it such, a weird, such a new low. You know, not that I'm. Not, yeah, I, it's just I—I I just can't imagine. Just I can't imagine being involved. What kind of the awful people that are involved with this and continue to do their job are, are feel culpable to me because it's absurd. The person that decided we need to go arrest them is the one. I would love to just sit and talk to that guy. Like, you know, what made you do that? Like, what made you report them to ICE? Or what made you, as a person from ICE, decide you want to go arrest these people? Like, what made you want to do that? So, it's just, it. I don't know. That's, that's what I said, meant by bureaucracy is... Like such an evil fucking thing, you know, because it probably wasn't one person that made a decision. It was probably several people that just let the decision make them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It was like, what do we do with these people after we rescue them? And it's like, well, you know, give them water and food. Right. That would be what you would do. And then maybe, you know, I don't know, help them get back where they were going. Figure out Uh, uh, where their home is at. Yeah, get them a hotel. I don't fucking know. Just do something to to help them or figure out where they were trying to get maybe and help them out with that. Like it could be several, like my thought process would be exactly that. Let's figure out where they were going. Let's get them there. And then like, you know, you just feed them and stuff and then get them there. And then it's like, hey, you know. You're free. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I agree. Like, wow, you're a long way away from home. Uh, here, we got some McDonald's we can give you and some shirts, some free Navy shirts that we have lying around here, some irregular jeans, and uh, we'll get you home. Yes. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I think that would be – but instead, it was probably – here's what here's the direction I think it went. Okay, they rescued them. They got them fed. And then somebody was like, well, you know, you got to report this to immigration, you know, you right. can't, you can't just not report this. They, they got to know that it's like, cause we need the paperwork, you know, they don't want us to waste supplies and stuff like that without documenting the supplies we have. And then it was probably, you know, a feel good story. Somebody found out it became like a, a PR thing that the coast guard was doing. And then ice contacted somebody at the coast guard and said, Hey, where are those people you saved from that Island? And then went and arrested them. Right. That's what I believe happened. I, I don't know if maybe the coast guard reported them. That's possible. 
but like it just feels like ice is like this really evil thing that is like they're just constantly looking for new people to arrest they want to put new people in those camps like as as much as possible like they're they're just trying to make sure they're full at all times yeah they they want to justify their position absolutely yeah you know joseph robinette biden should maybe start doing something about that you know since that's one of the things when he was running that people were concerned about yeah um he's he's doing a good job deflecting everything saying that he's mainly worried about covid right now that that was what i would do though if i was a president too right now be two things i would do i'd be like yeah i'm like really just you know i'm sitting in here like really bearing down on covid i just sit and think about covid all day you know i'm in here i'm writing executive orders like about covid and like you know i'm, I'm trying to get you the vaccine trying to get you the vaccine i'm that's what i spend my day thinking about and then not doing anything ever yeah you know? yeah it's a good work day you could really get away with the trump schedule you know, where he was like, I'm going to watch TV for four hours a day. <laughs> yeah, I feel, I understand that. I'm like, I don't know. I got to get like five hours of content in me before I can get up and get going. <laughs> How am I supposed to be the president if I don't know what the problems are? <laughs> yeah, I got to study the problems. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Joe Biden's not doing shit. I mean, even those stimulus checks, it's like, Jesus, dude, you said out the door. They're dragging I feet. Oh, it feels like we're not getting them. And the, the obnoxious thing to me, and this is it's the same loser shit that Obama did, is that they had they had a tiebreaker on the vote, and then Kamala was one the one that broke it. So, uh, so basically, they could have done whatever the fuck they wanted. It, it didn't really matter. They they had a mandate. They could have just did yeah. it. Yeah, they could just do what they want to do, but they're always like, but we want to do some bipartisan type stuff. That was what we were thinking was bipartisanship. And it's like, you said you were going to get people to check. Do you understand that when you say stuff like that, people, first of all, and you know, I'm just saying this because I know humans uh, start spending that money immediately. Oh yeah, got to. <laughs> the day the day that they won those seats people were like all right you know what i'm getting with my stimulus i'm gonna, I'm gonna get a fucking 4k tv yeah get you know they start thinking ps5 you know i'm gonna get all this cool stuff and then if you take that away you don't understand that in their mind they already had the ps5 or the 4k tv <laughs> like you are actually taking something away from them oh yeah at that point no we were relying on that promise to pay yeah i mean that's the way i think and you know maybe this is an imperfect way to think of stuff too i i, I fully acknowledge that this isn't like the right way to deal with money which i learned from uh rich dad poor dad how how to deal with money but uh, this isn't the right way to deal with money, to like spend it before you have it in your mind. But it's just the way people are. You, uh, everybody is. I, yeah. I, I, I would be hard-pressed to think of somebody who hasn't already spent that money in their mind. And then even like the people that, that are going to get cut out because they're means testing it, it's going to piss those people off too, you know? Yeah, it's... um. 
it's just an absolutely horrible, horrible idea. They've done, they're not doing anything that anybody wants. They don't know. They don't, nobody likes them. They're just like quivering messes and everybody, the, the, their voters hate them. The right hates them. No, they're just so unlikable. They're just disappointing and unlikable at every turn. It's something we talked about a lot with the Obama, right? Is that like George Bush gave us all $600. Yep. You know, and then, then the Democrats said, uh, uh, yeah, but you know, you should see how much he gave rich people. And it's like, uh, I understand, like personally, I understand what you're saying there, you know? Yeah. But like. He also gave me $600 and like, just for me, I like having $600. I do too. <laughs> you know what I mean, like in my mind, he gave me $600 and you didn't give me anything at all. Yeah. And my stimulus, I still haven't got any of my stimulus because of tax issues and it's, it shouldn't have never depended on that. You know, it should, you yeah. should it never should have been related to my tax filing status. Yeah. So I think and, and, what's and, funny and also what the 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 crazy thing too is that the teachers and the nurses are the ones that you're basically not giving the stim you're like making the line right below where a lot of teachers and and nurses are making, you know? Right, yeah, yeah. And and teachers, nurses, uh like basically anybody with like a solidly middle class job or yes. like a couple that has a solidly middle-class job, you're cutting them out, you know, $75,000 a year is, I mean, they're treating that like it's a, a million dollars a year when it's not in New York, $75,000 a year is not that much money, you know? Yeah. It doesn't go far, but yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, what I was getting at with the George Bush gave me $600 like he won the election in 2004 and, and, you know, it was because John Kerry did not say, I'm going to give you $600. And yeah. We're like, well, I like the one I like it when he gave me $600 that like, that was my favorite policy. And now they're just doing the same thing where it was like, Trump gave you, Trump gave me $1,800. You know, I got $1,800 from Trump and uh, you're saying, you know, first of all, you said 2000 and then you cut it down to fucking 1400 and then you started cutting people out of the deal. And it's like, look, people are going to be pissed about that. It's just the way th things are. That is how you make people mad is and, you cut them out of stuff. And also, and it's so stupid too, because uh, all you have to do is tax people on that. Like all you have to do is make them claim it as income. And if they made too much money, they don't get the credit back for the stimulus money, you know? Yeah. 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 And then they're talking about like different, like tax cuts and stuff like that, like tax credits for people like that. And it's like, I wish the Democrats could learn that nobody gives a fuck about tax credits. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yes, tax credits are good for a guy like me. Because I, I do 1099 work and I, I, I want to pay the least amount that I can pay because, you know, it can end up kicking your ass, you know? And uh, I think like, I think like, um, but tax 
tax credits to me when I was working at the cable company. I was getting a tax refund and shit. Yeah. I don't fucking know. And like you, if you give me something nebulous that I'm not going to be able to articulate what it is or know what it is, then I'm not going to be thankful for it. I'm not going to care. You can say the words tax credit. We gave you this tax credit. We gave you this tax credit and I will fucking not care or know what that tax credit is, you know? Right. Yeah. I, um, I never, I never considered anything, any of that stuff to be worth anything to me because I always had like my wages garnished or like they would keep my tax returns. So like, if it wasn't just a check, you know, addressed to me, like I never, it was never anything. It, it was a, just a, a fake money thing. You know, it's like them, them taking money out of their, their right pocket and then putting it into their left pocket. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's how when people like, uh, uh, when you're young and you count money and you have like $5 in your hand and you like, you roll it through, you're like one, two, three, four, five, and then flip it over six, seven, <laughs> eight, nine, ten. But it's the same $5. Yeah. Or you fold it in half <laughs> yeah. and then peel it down and then fold it. Yeah. I don't know how the Democrats can't understand that you got to give people tangible shit or they're just not going to be loyal to you at all. Like they don't, they just don't give you anything tangible at all. Nothing I can touch, you know, it's like, okay, you, what are we getting now? Decorum. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. You know, they're not straightforward at all. They, it, it's, it's just a matter of, uh, we believe in good stuff and positive feelings and of, but unfortunately everything has to stay the same. We can't make any right. changes. Well, that's what they're saying. Their midterm election strategy is going to be is to run against QAnon. And it's like, okay, well, first of all, that's like two years from now. And I don't know if you know about people's attention spans, but, uh, uh, QAnon might even be dead by then. QAnon you know, will be a like, different name. Yeah, it'll it'll be like uh, uh, I don't know what it'll be. You know, it'll probably be the the Confederacy at that point. They will <laughs> just fully come onto the we're the we're the Confederacy now. Yeah, yeah, you know? makes sense. It'll be a terrorist organization, some kind of a terrorist organization. <laughs> but uh, that's what they're going to run against is QAnon, and it's like. I mean, some of the numbers for people that that find QAnon, it's just like. Who knows what's going to end up happening? Because first of all, a normal person that's going to work every day doesn't care about QAnon. No, doesn't know what it is. Yeah, and 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 most people aren't involved in these little fights. Most most people don't give a shit about politics. The, your average person doesn't pay close enough attention. They aren't going to pay attention to like how nice the Democrats were. Nobody thinks that's like nobody is thinks it's admirable to get punched in the face and not fight back. Right. I also think that like, like people who are like, uh, uh, what am I, uh, I'm trying to figure out how to, how to phrase this. Like that. If you don't say anything, like if you don't give people like a thing, like an actual transaction, whether it's like, 
you know, for the Democrats are going to be the party of not giving people $2,000. Right. Is the thing. That's what they should be concerned about becoming. It's like, it's not, you don't run against Q because most people don't give a shit about Q. What you really have to do is you have to fucking give people something so that they, so that they're like, oh, fuck yeah. Like if, if they did, I don't know, man, if they did the stimulus checks and made them, you know, something like for real, you know? something that is going to everybody like Trump did. Like, I don't, I don't understand. Like people are mostly going to be like, why did Trump give it to everybody? And they cut me out. I think there will be a lot of that. Yeah. And then, dra yeah. and then dragging your feet. Like, even if you should have just gave the 1400 as fast as possible. And then this next 600, you could have dangled over people's heads. But at this point, it's going to be over a year until we get the 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 next stamp stimulus you know it's it's not going to hit until and we've already been over a year into this thing and, and we've lost a massive amount of jobs massive amount of money to go there's no money to go around you know we're all just handing each other the same $20 tip at takeout you know <laughs> yeah yeah we are we're we're all giving you know doing the $20 tips and like uh, donating to the GoFundMe's with the money that you got from your GoFundMe, like with yeah. the money that was passed <laughs> over from your GoFundMe. <laughs> I, I saw. I, I actually saw a uh, in the New York Times today. I was reading uh, the ethicist on there, and somebody asked about they got a PPP loan and they got it forgiven, but they like are making more money now. Like they thought that it was going to be a lot worse, but it actually ended up being better and it's forgiven and they have all this money left over and they're like, I don't know. Is there a way I can give it back or something like that? And it's like, dude, it's forgiven. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like PS five, get buy some, buy a hot tub. Yeah. You know what I idea. Like, I can think of like five things that I would like to have for whatever the money is. But uh, uh, so I saw this story on Twitter earlier in the week and it bummed me out. Uh, uh, and it's just a it's just so quick. It's from Hawaii. And it says children who, who are houseless have the chance to win laptops to help with their distance learning during the pandemic. Ew. Uh, yeah, the the Puhuana Wani was selected as one of the top ten finalists in the nation for Mobile's Beacons Community Grant Contest. To get ten laptops, ten hotspots, and ten thousand dollars, they need you to vote for them online before three a.m. Hawaii time on Tuesday, February sixteenth, twenty twenty-one. So they had like a contest where this company had a thing. Uh, where they had a contest for kids to win. The kids that get the most votes get a, a, a laptop so that they can do their schoolwork on it. Uh, that is totally un unacceptable. Unacceptable. That's no, you can't do that. No, you're not allowed to do that. You need to be stopped. Yeah. You need to figure out how to get laptops to all the kids that need them. That's your goal now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can't do a contest. 
You know what I mean? Like, that's all I'm I, like. I understand you want to give stuff and like that is something, but like you can't do a, no contest. You can't make them like, compete against each other. That's true. That is the, that's really actually the thing. It's like, just give them the stuff, dude. They're homeless. Like, why are we having a fucking contest? You know? Oh God. That's a, uh, that is so bad. Yeah. I mean, you can't even, I don't, I don't want, there's no, nothing funny about it. There's no jokes to be made about that. No, it's really my, my reason for bringing it up is just the fact that these become stories. Yeah. You there's, know, like, yeah. Like that the news covers these like stories that, that are like supposed to, you know, be like, like they're campaigning for this. Like we should just be giving people this stuff. This is stuff you just give to people. Well, and then also, like people pointed out, like Uber Eats donated a million dollars to restaurants and then spent five million dollars advertising that they gave a million dollars, you know? <laughs> Did they really? Oh, yeah. The, the Super Bowl commercial cost them five million to brag about their one million dollars in relief they've given. Holy shit. That is, that's crazy to me. I didn't even hear that. I didn't even hear that. That is a fucking crazy. That's so funny, man. And like, what is a million dollars to all the restaurants in the country? You know, right? I, exactly, a dollar a piece. What restaurants that haven't been that Uber's been ripping off like yes. crazy? Yes, destroying them. I mean, people say you shouldn't order on the apps. You should order takeout, go pick it up, and take it home. But yeah. you know. Yeah, they're taking a lot of money off the top. Yeah, it, that, that like I I think there's a restaurant in town called Pat and Gracie's who said that like they almost don't make any money off of the Uber Eats orders. It's like the the margins are already low, but they're even lower on the Uber Eats orders. Yeah, and it's, and it's like good. Sorry, the, the the restaurants are in dire straits partly because people can't go to them because of a pandemic, but also because the people that jumped in the place to make sure that they could get food to people are siphoning all of the money away from them. And it's not like they're giving them to the drivers. The drivers aren't making a bunch of money either. No, like an Uber that's making the money. It's fucking disgusting. They, they're they, so yeah, they're taking, uh, you know, a quarter of the sales that they're making from the company. They're charging us for the convenience we're paying like we pay four dollars or whatever which it's just a fucking app to get food to me four dollars for whatever the order is fine they want you to even if you sign up for like the the grubhub uh premium ten dollars a month subscription they the, some of them aren't a part of the grubhub plus system so you still have to pay for delivery and then and then we also have to pay the driver and so they get all the they're getting all the money yeah yeah Ugh, absolutely it's awful you just you just uh 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 so before we leave tonight before we end the show for this evening you sent me an instagram post of a guy who was one of the capital rioters right yes uh this came from uh teach ben i believe yeah teach underscore ben uh on twitter said this is a local 
coffee. Oh no, Teach Teach Ben sent me something else. I'm sorry. This is a a uh, coffee shop out in California where they live, and they they told me to check it out. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's well, called well, the the coffee. It says. Uh, was just listening to your most recent app and wanted to share a real conservative coffee shop here in California. Oh, it's a conservative coffee shop because we were talking about that. So that's what this Instagram post is? is a conser- it's a conservative coffee shop owner? Yes, this is the owner of the conservative coffee shop that went to uh, the Capitol riot shit and uh, also super anti-mask in their coffee shop. As I said... Uh, uh, I just want to, I, I just want to explain to people, uh, I believed that there was no such thing as a conservative coffee shop. Okay. Yeah. So this is, uh, uh, this is interesting. You should never make absolutes, right? Like yeah. you should never make absolute statements like this. I just figured that there wasn't money in a conservative coffee shop. Man, but California really does. I mean, it really needs to change its reputation because you d- it allows people to have the freedom to uh, consider their their uh, conservatism as some sort of just alternative lifestyle. You know, right. Right. It's the hippy dippy conservatism. You know what I mean? Where it's like, you know, you, you, you only think about hippie libs, you know, where it's like, Hey man, what's going on, dude? You know, but like they have those that are Republicans and conservatives in California. Well, yeah. And there's like, well, man, we got to serve the earth and, and beans come from the earth and you need to respect that bean. And I respect the bean and sell it for $23 a pound. Like, like that's so it's an envi- they're saying it's an environmental thing. Yes, yeah. they're just charging. They're just doing it because they know they can charge a bunch of money for the coffee. You can charge six dollars a cup if you say it's an environmental thing. <laughs> yes. All right. This is the coffee k o f f i e dot c o. Let's uh, let's see what they have to say. All right. Let me make this real short and sweet for you. Was I? This video is two minutes and 47 seconds long, so (laughs) not short and sweet at all. Yeah, I believe on the Instagram feature, this is an IGTV video because it's too long for an Instagram regular post. But these guys love to say, let me make it short. Hey, because they just like the idea of like short and sweet. I'm snappy. I'm to the point. Let me explain (laughs) to you how to the point I am. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, of course he's in his car driving and he's wearing a uh, uh, snapback backwards uh, goatee uh, well, maybe a beard but the goatee is the brightest part of it it shines brighter than the beard it looks like he's from the same family tree as, as that uh, preacher guy we followed oh yeah I love that preacher guy with the coffee what was that coffee uh, preacher's uh, name he went to Dunkin Donuts and he ordered a coffee with 10 creams. Oh, yeah, the 10 cream coffee. <laughs> I can't remember what his name was, but he ordered a coffee Shoot. with 10 creams that I'll never forget. <laughs> There's no way we're going to remember his name. Let's, uh, let's, let's see if this guy keeps it short and sweet. All right, let me make this real short and sweet for you. Was I in D.C. this week? Yes. Was I a part of the peaceful rally that was happening? Yes. Is it constitutionally protected? Yes. Was I one? 
Wait, I okay. Talk like this. I love guys that talk like this so much, Brett. Yes. Is it this? Yes. Is it that? Yes. Am I stupid? Yes. Well, they, they they're always they, they think they beat you to the punch. It's just like, oh, I already know what you're going to say. You were at an unlawful event that's against the Constitution. Well, I'll have you know that what I did was completely legal under the Constitution. Does anybody think it was an unconstitutional event? I think they have that concern. I think they kind of project that like people are saying we're unpatriotic and unconstitutional. That is what hurts them. That is like, you know how we always say the worst thing you can call a racist is racist because it'll just make them feel great. It'll make them crazy. You know, how dare you? Oh, you people love to call people racist. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's like, that's the same thing with these, like the new thing for racists and stuff is saying they're unpatriotic. Hey, you seem unpatriotic. What the hell? Don't you dare call me unpatriotic rally that was happening yes is it constitutionally protected yes was i one of those idiots that took it too far no should they be prosecuted yes it's really simple things and if you ask me i'll give you a straightforward answer but you know what we've, we've received we've received a tremendous amount of evil and hate personally <laughs> towards our shop to our employees to our children uh, let people telling us that they're going to find our employees in their sleep and kill them. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, oh, what? Hold on. Find the employees in their sleep and kill them? Break into their house where they sleep and then kill them. Yes. You're going to serve. You think you're going to, you're never going to serve another cup of coffee in this town. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to smother you. I'm going to sneak in and smother you with your pillow. Like they do in the movies. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna do a fucking Freddy Krueger to you for going to the Capitol riots for freely selling coffee in a very free manner, in a non-communist manner. <laughs> this guy rocks. Um. So if you want to know what side we think we are on, it is now confirmed what side we are on. We are on the right side. Why? Because the amount of hate that we have received. For something that isn't even true is unbelievable. That's okay. What? So uh, let's let's take that back a little bit and explain. You know, we try to try to get it out there. We'll try to use his words for him to help him out. Uh, you want to know what side we're on? We're on the right side. Okay. And the reason we're on the right side is because of all the hate that we got, which is that is. That's as American as apple pie. Really. Yeah. People love to think because people find them to be disagreeable and annoying that that's because they're right. If you're being hated, you're doing something right. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes if you're just, if you're one of those people who believes this, sometimes if you're being hated, it's because you're hate. I mean, you're hateable. That's just all it is. There's, yeah. I mean, people have hated me in my life. And you want to know why they've hated me? Because I'm hateable. I'm an easy person to hate. Yeah, hateable to some, you know. Yeah, you're always going to be hateable to some people. It's like if there's a critical mass of people that are calling you an asshole and saying they're going to kill you in your sleep. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you know it's a lie, is that he said in your sleep. That That's not how death threats work, you know. 
people don't say I'm going to kill you in your sleep. You know, it's just such a, that's a conservative idea of what liberals would say, you know, because that's what he's doing. He's making up the threat. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he, he he's, this is, this is a guy that wants to go viral in conservative media and then people will order his coffee on the internet. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. Like that's the idea. It's like, oh, I'll get a bunch of followers on Instagram. People will order my coffee. That this is my chance to be part of the conservative movement. I'll be like the next Black Rifle Coffee Company. Who, I mean, they're selling that stuff in gas stations now. So, wow. I mean, very successful. Yeah. Thank God for all of our supporters out there who actually know the truth, seek the truth, and want to know the truth from us. So I want, I know that this is only going to take us to the next level. And for all you haters out there, real haters who are evil, I love you. But man. What? Real haters that are evil. I know. I Not fake. I- so many people do fake hate this, 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 you know, they just will go and leave a comment to try to make you feel bad. The real haters will tell you they're going to kill you in your sleep. <laughs> yeah. I mean. I do agree with them in one one spot. My haters are evil. Okay, I'll tell you that right now. That is me and this guy, uh, uh, the coffee.co, we agree on one thing. Our haters are evil. And uh, that's, just, that's just a fact of life right there. All right. And you have just proven your true colors of what side you are on. And I know those who are for us are far more than those who are against us. That's not true, though. That, I mean, I got to argue with that one. I got to push back a little on that point. Yeah, I, don't think, I think more people dislike you than like you. I don't think the math works out on that. No, no. I mean, we're just looking at numbers here. You know, I, I guess they were out there stopping to steal. Like, they think they won the election. That's true. So maybe, you know, the math does work for them in their mind. You know, uh, for all of those wondering and uh, hating on us for that picture we posted on our Instagram a few days before any of this went down, um, I need you to lean in real close. I'm going to make this real clear. I need you to understand because it could be confusing. If you want to know what it was, lean in real close. This is what it was. It was an aesthetic picture. Holy cow. You mean you're not talking? What I wonder what the picture was, Brett. An aesthetic. It was, yeah, my guess. Uh, I, I let me see if I can open up there. Open up the link in a new tab. This is four weeks ago, though, so it might be. I might not be able to find it quickly. Uh, I'll, I'll look too, real quick. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm scrolling down. To, oh, frick. All right, yeah, I don't know. see anything in front of the Capitol. I don't see any aesthetic pictures here. No, this would be from before the thing went down. They posted something. right, right. That was like probably an eagle or something like that, or 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 like a stop the steal thing, is my guess. Uh, uh, here we go. Oh, I like this. I like this. I got to go back a little bit. I need you to lean in real close. I'm going to make this real clear. I need you to understand because it could be confusing. If you want to know what it was, lean in real close. This is what it was. It was an aesthetic picture. 
Holy cow. You mean you're not telling me you're evil? You mean you're not telling me that you support the KKK? You mean you're not telling me that you're a white supremacist? You mean that, that was just an aesthetic picture? That Okay. I have to say that if you post an aesthetic picture that gets people to think you're in the KKK or white supremacist, that's a problem. Yeah. I think. No, it means you're right because you're hated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If you post a picture that gets people to think you're a Nazi, uh, I don't know. Maybe your aesthetic choices are very Nazi-like. Yeah, aesthetic pictures. Honestly, I thought I was thinking that he was at the riot and he was like, "We're about to do a Boston Tea Party on this place," you know. Well, he should have because he owns a coffee shop. He should do a Boston Coffee Party. Yes. I'm sure he doesn't sell tea, but if he does, it, that would be like the kind of thing I would, you know, that would be like the kind of thing I would do yeah. if I was this guy. But, uh, you know, it, it was probably a Blue Lives Matter thing. That's what my guess is. Picture. Holy cow. You mean you're not telling me you're evil? You mean you're not telling me that you support the KKK? You mean you're not telling me that you're a white supremacist? You mean that, that was just an aesthetic picture that looked good and so you posted it? I know. It's crazy, huh? It is crazy, to tell you the truth. It, it is kind of crazy. How come when we posted other photos like that, no one's commented? Because then it never fit their agenda. But since <laughs> These guys love the word agenda, Brett. There's nothing they love more than saying you have an agenda. A guy that runs a conservative coffee shop, he doesn't <laughs> have an agenda. I do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you so stuck on your goddamn agenda just calling out that I posted a racist picture. It was aesthetic, for Christ's sakes. How come when we posted other photos like that, no one's commented? Because then it never fit their agenda. But since now it fits their agenda, they want to hate on me. They want to Photoshop pictures of me as a Nazi, as a Ku Klux Klan leader. I got to say this, Brett. This guy worked on this video for three days, is my guess. He has a like, team or something. Well, I think he was probably pacing around in his house saying this to his partner. You know what I mean? Like, just like, this is all the words that came out. And then he or she was like, yeah, you got to tell people this, man. You got to get this out there. You know, you got to, you got to get your beliefs out. And he's just standing there like, it's an aesthetic thing, God. And it's like, we're trying to watch like the bachelor or something. He's <laughs> like, it's an aesthetic thing. I was just posting aesthetics. I'm not in the Ku Klux Klan for Christ's sake. Gee someone who hates every other race but mine people who want to give me threats my employees threats my children threats people who are saying that we're evil or calling me in the middle of the night because of something that is not true you know <laughs> what it's shown me again the true colors and where we are i'm on the right side that's what it's confirmed to me that's what it's confirmed is that people out there hate us it is I, sick what you are saying i found out what happened okay so he posted a picture. He's responding because uh, he posted a picture in front of the Lincoln Memorial that said Americans should not stand by and they need to fight the good fight right before they stormed the Capitol. And so all yeah. the Internet people took that 
and try to get him in trouble for it. And that's where all the heat, that's what he's saying is it was an aesthetic picture. Like I was just doing like a pro America thing. I wasn't ready to actually go fight the good fight. No, it seemed like he was stopping this. So he was out there stopping the steel. Yes, he was. People were like, I, I'm going to get you in trouble, sir. I, like, I think he, I think one of the things this is, is he is nervous, nervous. Yes. About getting called by the FBI. That's what you I mean. Know, and that's what I mean. He said he wants to fight in front of the Capitol right before they did it. So, and now he's just saying that it was like a, a just a, a, an artistic choice. You know, and that I was a part of a peaceful rally. That's all I was doing. I was never <laughs> stopping the steal. I was just out there doing aesthetics. Okay? <laughs> right. That's what I was out there doing. I don't know what any of this other crap is. I wasn't there. I think those people were idiots. I was doing aesthetics, actually, though. Yeah. I just happened to be there. I was pretending <laughs> like I wanted to go in, but I didn't actually go in. <laughs> I was yelling, hey, everybody, let's go into the Capitol and storm it. But I didn't do it. I did it aesthetically. I, go in. I did it aesthetically. That's what is confirmed is that people out there hate us. It is sick what you are saying, what you are doing, and your true evilness that is in your heart. I feel so sorry for you out there. Love you. God bless. First, I don't think. All right, he- let me make this. I don't think he feels sorry for us. Doesn't seem like it. No, I'm sure he doesn't feel sorry for us. So that's the K O F F I E dot C O. He's don't know where this place is, but I'm going to look, I'll probably look at this guy's Instagram more when we, when we get off the podcast, because uh, he seems interesting to me. He's an Escondido uh, and is famous for doing anti COVID rants about, the statistics of getting infected and stuff. He's, he's in the news. He, so, yeah. So that is, so he is, do you think he's an anti-vaxxer? Yeah. He's well, yeah. Defying mask orders has to be. I mean, if you define mask orders, that's maybe one thing, but you're probably still willing to get the vaccine. A lot of those people, they just mm. really want it. Yeah. Cause I think a lot of the people that were anti-mask were like, Trump's going to get us the vaccine. You know what I mean? It's okay. We'll, we'll get the vaccine sick. You know? I don't know. He I sucks. mean, here's the thing before we go Ohio is ending the curfew, which it wasn't like a curfew on people. Like you could still be out late. It didn't matter. You know, it was just for bars, had to close early. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And they're ending the curfew and they've stopped the stay at home order. I think they're just going to open the whole fucking city state back up. Yeah, I think that uh, now that the vaccine vaccine has started, they're totally jumping the gun. And it's just like, well, you know, we need to make sure that vaccinated people can get there, can get, can go do fun stuff. That's true. That is true. You do need to make sure the vac- but let's get people vaccinated that want to be vaccinated then right. so that they can go do fun stuff. I mean, New York is opening like like uh, uh, Madison Square Garden and the Barclays Barclays Center and all that stuff, they're doing live events. Yeah, at ten percent capacity, which is for sports probably. I don't think musicians and shit will be able to do it. But yeah, it seems like ever the the they've decided it's over for some reason that is really unclear to me when I see the numbers of people vaccinated and uh, uh, and 
the timeline for me getting vaccinated, which is, you know, one of the main things I care about. Of course. And uh, yeah, you know, I mean, I'm a self-centered guy, but the timeline for that and I look at it and I'm like, I don't know, man, this doesn't feel like the right time to do it. I know that the school district, uh, there is a school district in town that's going to full class load. They're, they're talking about going full class loads back full time. And it's like, what has changed? Yeah. That, that's okay. They're like, well, the teachers are vaccinated. And it's like, yeah, but the students can still, can still spread it to the people they live with. Like, that doesn't make any sense. I understand that the teachers are vaccinated. I'm very happy for the teachers being vaccinated. And I think it's great that the teachers are vaccinated. But I don't want my kid to go to school and give me COVID. Yeah. I would prefer if that didn't happen. Yeah. Since I can't get a vaccine. Yeah, absolutely. I'm very tired, uh, so I'm ready to get this over with. All right, let's get out of here. Sorry. Sorry if I wasn't my best, but I'm just uh, really wore out. Thanks for listening to Street Fight Radio. Uh, no call-in show this Sunday, so we'll see you next Wednesday for a live show. Uh, tomorrow is Thursday, or later today is Thursday. Uh, I ha- My kid will be at school, so I'm going to be on Twitch playing uh, Yakuza for a little bit. And then on Friday, I'm going to do the High Five Friday at 3 p.m. on Patreon.com slash Street Fight Radio, the private stream hangout. So come check it out. Peace. Boston, 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 Boston,